Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode of Chocolate Peach. Before we jump right into our topic of the day, we want to give a little bit of background about who we are and why we decided to start this podcast. Um, so to begin, my name is Sandra. I'm from Columbus, Georgia. So I'm a Georgia Peach and I'm 23 years old. Um, I'm William. I'm 22. I'm from Northwest Washington, D.C. And so that's where we got our the title of the podcast from because I'm a Chocolate Peach. I'm sorry, I'm a Georgia Peach. And he's from the Chocolate City. Um, and that's how we got Chocolate Peach. We decided to start the podcast because we felt like we had a lot of insight about life and relationships. We are really young, so we have a long way to go. But we do feel like we have a little bit of expertise. And we would like to just have a an environment where we can communicate with listeners and listeners can communicate back with us. And we just want this to be more like a conversation as opposed to um, us telling you facts and you just taking it and running with right, it. Right, right. We are totally open to any insight that you could bring into our relationship and we um, we would like to do the same. So anybody who's younger than us and would like to learn about relationships or even if it's somebody who's older than us and wants to do the same thing, this is your one-stop shop to do both. Absolutely. Um, and so with that being said, we're going to go ahead and get into our topic of the day, which is food. Um, to begin, we're going to talk about food and family. You can start off. Okay, so again, I am from Northwest Washington, D.C. Um, food, 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 food growing up for me was a big thing. Not only because I was a little bit obese as a child, but because my family enjoyed cooking. Um, when it came specifically to family, though, we ate a lot my i come from a family of diabetics so there was also always sweets chocolate cake pies um ice cream whatever you could think of was there on top of that my uncles loved to grill my aunt she loves to cook so we just had big food all around us um but on the smallest scale of my immediate family when it came to food, my, my my mother, she would make fried chicken, collard greens, mac and cheese, all that, whatever you could think of. And um, that at that point in my life, I just ate whatever, whatever she made. And um, I'm sorry, I'm getting off topic. We're just focusing on food and family. So let's say when we when it was time to eat. And we're sitting at the dinner table. The TV will always be on. And as far as I can remember, that that was the um, that was the case for majority of my childhood. TV being on most of the time while we're eating, and that kind of settled into why I like to eat in front of the TV now because that's what I'm used to. There would be some cases, of course, when my mother would turn off the TV and try to try to get us to. Um, just focus on eating and conversate with each other. But that wasn't, that didn't always go as planned. There's even times, like, I have five other siblings. Well, I'm sorry. I have four other siblings. It's five of us. And we didn't e even always eat at the same time, even though my mother wished that we did. There were some times where, like, somebody would be outside, and, you know, as a kid, they would be hard-headed, so they wouldn't come back inside. When it was time to eat, so it would be like three, four of us, sometimes just two of us sitting at the table eating. So as far as food and family, that's about where it, that's where it starts and ends at. We, it, 
my mother would like would have liked us to be together and have like traditional family dinner time, but it never actually got to that point. Most of the time, as I said, traditional would be if for if it's like a holiday when we're with the entire family. That's probably the majority of my memory of everybody eating together at one time would be from holidays. Nothing really immediate. I can kind of uh I can kind of relate to what you were saying about like um most of the time eating together before a holiday, especially with my family Thanksgiving. That was the time when we sat at the table and ate or sat in the same room and ate. Um for the most part growing up we didn't eat at the same we didn't eat at the dinner table together at the same time. Um I will say when I when I was younger and I lived with my mother, we did eat at the dinner table. Um, because they didn't want us, she didn't want us to sit in the living room and watch TV and eat. Um, but as I moved around, um, sometimes I did eat at the dinner table with family and some, and as I got older, we, I stopped and I started eating in my room. Um, uh, why? Cause I had a lot of homework. I had so much, like I'll be doing homework as soon as I got home and then I might stop, get food, go back to my room, eat the food and then still be like doing homework. I can't relate. And the homework lasted for hours, <laughs> especially was, when I hit high school. I was not one to put homework in front of food or even do it while I'm eating. That wasn't a thought of mine. Yeah. Hmm. How would you say that affected you after, like, what, what grade was that in? High school. Do you think once you went to, came to college, do you think, like, that kind of affected you like you just wanted to eat in your room you didn't really want to go to the calf well honestly i so i'm not really big on social interaction right so i think that's part of the reason why i ate in my room also because i kind of have anxiety about around people asking me questions so i feel like if i sit at a dinner table with family they're going to start asking me questions about my day and i just don't want i don't like feeling like i'm being pried at right even though it's not prying it's just getting getting to um, just conversating with loved ones. Mm-hmm. So once I got to college and I got a group of friends, we ate in the cafeteria every day together at a table and just talked about like classes and what was going on in our lives. And that was nice. I enjoyed it. But there were also times when I really just wanted to be by myself. So I would just go earlier or later. And sometimes I would take <laughs> the food back to my room. You said um, you thought your family was going to ask you questions. Yeah. The times we did it, eat at the eat eat at the dinner table. I don't even think we really ask each other questions that much. Mm. I, it could just be my memory, but I don't even think we talked that much while eating. We just ate. That's because the TV was on. Probably so. When we, had t- when we ate at the table, the TV wasn't on. Mm. So it was like, either you just listening to the sounds of everybody eat, and one of my brothers smacked. Oh, yeah. So either we was going to listen to him smacking, or we was going to be talking. Nah, my, so we yeah. I, my sister smacked. My sister smacks and eats slow. So it's just, uh, it just slow and agonizing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I hated sitting at the table with my sister. When just the two of us left, I'm like, man. And the nasty part about it, if they, if, when people smack, most likely their mouth is open. Mm. So it's like the fact that she was eating slow and smacking. I know you can see everything. It's like I, it's like you know how when people put meat in the meat processor and the grinder. Yeah. When she chew, I can see all that, and That's it's like, come saying. on. That's, uh-uh. Oh, and you, I know you mentioned like you have a lot of diabetics in your in your family. Mm-hmm. I actually do too. I think um, my mom is one of twelve siblings, and I want to say out of the twelve, maybe two don't have diabetes. 
and my mom is one of the two. Mm-hmm. Then again, she might be the only one who doesn't have diabetes. My mother is one of five children. Every single one has is a diabetic. And then um, it's funny because the people that's married into the family, like my they're aunts, diabetic they're diabetics too. too. Wow. Except maybe for one or two. It makes sense though because it's like the eating habit. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we ate a lot of like um, greasy foods, right. like fried chicken, like you said. But the thing with us is we always ate a vegetable with it. So I, I thought I thought the meal was balanced because we had a meat, we had rice or mashed potatoes. Or potatoes, period, and a vegetable. And I thought that was a balanced dinner. Nah. I mean, again, large-scale family gathering, we had vegetables, but they weren't healthy. And it would be the same case at home. Like the like collard greens with meat. Yeah, it'd be, yeah. See, meat is meat. Yeah, we would have that, too. But luckily, I would say that, like, I don't think we ate, like, green beans with, like, meat in it. I think green beans, like, other vegetables were cool without uh, seasoning meat. But greens always had seasoned meat. Name a vegetable doesn't taste better with seasoned meat. Raw. I don't know because I didn't I didn't eat it. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Like the only vegetable I can think of that had seasoned meat was probably like cabbage and collard greens. Mm. I didn't I wasn't a fan of turnip greens, so I'm glad we brought this up because this moved on to our next question, which is quality over quantity of a food. So quality, the taste of the food, freshness, um Was it healthy or not? Was it healthy or not? So we actually already touched on that. Was it the healthiness of it, like adding seasoning meat to vegetables and making it basically just another meat dish. Um, like you said, seasoning meat would go into collard greens. My mother would put them in green beans. She put it in cabbage. Um, if she cooked spinach fresh, I'm sure it would have gone went in there. So the healthiness of the food was not there. Um, you know what's crazy? What's I up? think I had somebody else's green beans, and they had seasoning meat in it, like. It was either bacon or like just a like ham hot mm. or something in the meat, and I thought that was so weird because I was like, "Who would put meat in green beans?" It was good, but I was still like, "This only going greens and cabbage." Oh no! The first time I've had green beans without seasoning meat, I was sad. I'm like, "This this is not what I'm used to." I like well, I like vegetables. Period. Mm. I feel like I probably could have ate greens without the seasoning meat. Mm. Collard greens are my favorite vegetable. Glory greens, tear them up. I'm not. I mean, I like glory greens too out the can, but even fresh greens. I just love collard greens. I love the texture. I like collard greens. I like my mother's best. I think that's most people. They like at home cooking best. But like I said, glory greens, top notch. But um, to get back on topic, as I said, my family is heavily diabetic. But that didn't stop them from cooking things and baking things that were not, um, I guess I'm trying to say they were making things and eating things that they knew they weren't supposed to be eating. So at a family, say Thanksgiving, we would have like five cakes and each cake would be something like double chocolate, German chocolate, angel food, devil food cake. So what I'm trying to say is the level of unhealthy eating that we were doing, at least that I was doing as a kid, reflects my weight. As a kid, I, I was obese. But I feel, like, I feel like the holidays is a time where it's supposed to be. I mean, I, I couldn't imagine eating something healthy on Thanksgiving. I could give you that. But even at home, everything would be cooked in grease. Eat. Yeah. And as I, going back to seasoning meat, we've had fried chicken, collard greens with seasoning meat. So that's two meat dishes right there. And then we'll have something like potato salad, which isn't fried, but it is also isn't the most healthiest thing. So it's like what I'm eating right now, this is one dish. I'm not getting anything nutritious out of it. It tastes good. I love my mother's fried chicken, but it wasn't. We shouldn't have been eating it as much as we should, have, as we were doing it. 
Yeah. So what about you when it came to that the quality of the food? Um, I want to say during the summer was when I ate the worst. That's when I really was loaded up on McDonald's because both of my parents worked. Um, or just I would go to the corner. Me and my brothers would go to the corner store up the street and just get snack cakes when we were hungry. And we would eat that because none of us could cook. Um, I, I could wait. Let me say this: I could cook eggs, but that was the only thing that I could cook. I didn't even mention the amount that we ate out. We lived across the street from a gas station back in the day. For people who are, who are younger, um, things like oatmeal cream pies, fudge rounds, zebra crates, and chips—they were twenty-five cents. So if I had a dollar for snacks right there, that I could just eat anytime. Even if I had fifty cent, I'm running to the gas station to get something to eat. Um, we lived directly across the street from a Dunkin' Donuts as well as a Domino's. So we would have um, pizza a lot. We have donuts a lot. In D.C., we have curry outs. For those who aren't from D.C., Maryland, or Virginia, curry out is basically just Chinese. They have a lunch special. When I would get home, it would be there waiting for me. And that was majority of my life growing up as well. So until I had the ability to start eating on my own or cooking what I wanted to eat, that's when the quality of my food started getting better because I was able to pick and choose what I wanted to eat how much of it I want to eat, as well as um, how I cooked it. So maybe I'm not going to make chicken in that much grease. Maybe I'll bake it. Um, I made sure I had a vegetable with me. Or at least I made sure I had something that wasn't fried. I always had to balance my meal, especially in school. Um, so yeah, as far as my food quality, I would say it was the most unhealthy in the summer. Um, but during the school year, I always ate, um, I always ate homemade food. Um, but even then it was always, it was always a meat, a starch and a vegetable. So I would say for that, for the most part, I was a pretty healthy kid, especially because I was always active. Um, so I think, I think the food and everything was pretty healthy during the school year, but we did eat out. We ate Chinese food. We ate McDonald's a lot. We went to buffets a lot. My parents love buffets. Um, or my father would actually take me on rare occasions. He would take me to a donut shop before school. Like Dunkin' Donuts or something no, like that. It was like a it was a, a local donut okay. shop up the street. Those be the best donuts. He would take me up there to get donuts. But the sad part is, like, when I'm actually saying it, it's really about the the what is it like the the resources that are available in your area. Mm, because right. like we didn't have that much money during the summer, we would gather quarters and go up the street and get snack cakes when we were hungry. Right, and or to fill like, you up. Yeah, or like during the summer when we were hungry, we didn't have enough, that much money as kids. We'll go up to McDonald's and get like a dollar burger or a dollar fries, cause you can really make a meal off the value off the uh, value menu. Yeah, value menu. Or we'll go up there and get like a McFlurry. So it was really about what was accessible to us. And I, thinking back now, there was no farmers market close to my house, so fresh fruits and vegetables really wasn't available. I can uh, I can attest to that. We we had a farmers market, but that was later on in life. I think I was like in left grade. When they started doing farmers market in the area, but I guess what you and I we both lived in food deserts, but yeah. not um, not severe ones. Like we had access to something, it just wasn't always the best of that of whatever we're trying to eat at yeah. the time. Oh, and for those of you who don't know, a food desert is a community or an area where the uh, freshness and the quantity of food is fresh, nutrient packed foods are not available. Right. Thank you. So there, there'll be plenty of McDonald's, plenty of Burger King, plenty of fast food restaurants, period. But there is no market where you can go and get fresh 
fruits and vegetables. And if there is a grocery store, food probably isn't that fresh yeah. to begin with. Exactly. Um, so you said you talked about the quality of your food, but what about the quantity? Did you overeat? I overate a lot, but think of it now is because we didn't we didn't have that much money. So I overate because I thought if I eat enough now, I'll be good for tomorrow. Just in case we don't have any food for the next day, I know I'm good now. And so that's kind of where I was at. I I can see how negative that was because in me, I would throw up from overeating a lot. I remember throwing up a lot as a kid just because I was overeating. And not over that, not only that. I would eat like a wolf. Like, I would tear up my plate just so I could get another one. To, like, beat other people. To yeah. And that, that me eating quick, that actually transitioned into now because I still eat fast. Like, I can, I can finish a plate probably within five minutes of getting it. I eat fast, too, but it wasn't because I didn't know where the next meal was coming from. I think in my head, I'm like, let me just eat so I can do my work. Mm-hmm. Or, as a kid, let me hurry up and eat so I can go outside and play again. So, yeah. But I... As a kid, as far as the quantity, I never, I might have overeaten like once or twice and then felt sick. And from then on, I knew, okay, I'm not doing that anymore. I didn't really ever have to question where the next meal was coming from, luckily. Um, So I just ate until I was satisfied and then I would stop eating. No, I ate until I was full and that's that's not something you're supposed to do. And my mother will always say that you're not supposed to eat to get full. But in my mind, I'm going to eat until I can't eat anymore. And that's how I am now as far as, like, how much I eat. I just eat until I'm satisfied. I probably overeat still just a little bit. But I work out now. As a kid, I wasn't going outside. I would eat and go sit down, continue watching TV. So so you didn't go outside and play as a kid? No. I was always outside. Mm-mm. I could also add to where um, my family, we had food stamps. And we would go to the um, store in the beginning of the month. And whatever we had in the beginning of the month, once it's gone, that's it. We don't have any more food for the rest of the month mm-hmm. or it's very scarce. So that I could also add on, add that on to why I was eating so much. Um, so our next topic that we would like to cover before we end the podcast is what did food mean to us? Meaning, was it a form of comfort? So for me, food was comforting just because, as I said, I didn't know when the next one was coming. So I would just eat and that made me feel good. Um getting oatmeal cream pies getting chips that was something that i guess you could say brightened my day it's like this is what i'm i don't i don't really know how to explain it even now it's just that i know i remember that eating snacks or eating in general that that just made me happy it made me able to get through whatever i'm we're going through at the time mm, okay. for me um i don't think i've ever when i think of when people say food is like comfort i think about them like eating a spoonful or biting something and then closing their eyes and doing a deep breath like that sigh <sighs> yeah that. Oh, okay like oh this is gonna be good and i don't think i've ever done that so for me food was never a comfort i never ate because i was bored really maybe in high school um maybe like during the summer i might eat like pretzels or like fruit just because it was there but i never really over ate it was just like i'm not hungry but i can eat right. and i know it's time for me to eat so I would say that was, I think that was one of my problems though. There, I do go through periods of time where I don't get hungry. But and you I just still eat. make yourself yeah. eat. I you know eat at a certain eat. time because I know, okay, I need to be having a lunch right about now. Or I need to be having, I need to put something else in me right about now, even if I'm not hungry. So I would just eat snacks and stuff like that because I knew I should have been. That thing you said about comfort, uh, like, you know, biting something and sighing. Your aunt made, was it cheesecake? 
And when I bit into that, I was like, man. You saw it. It was so good. And that's why I kept asking you, like, let me get another piece of cheesecake. Mm -hmm. Y'all, her aunt made the, it melted in my mouth. I promise y'all, after the first bite, I'm like, man, I'm going to have to get two more of these. I was not able to, but. As a kid, that might have been me with, like, snack cakes. Mm -hmm. And it was, the funny thing is, as a kid, I went through a period of time where I was just, like, uh, not obsessed, but it was, like, every time I went to a gas station, I would get a candy bar. So, like, at one point in time, it was Snicker bars. Every time we'll go to the gas station, I would get a Snicker bar. And another time, it was like Twix. And then each time, like, I would just, for like a period of time, for like weeks at a time, every time we would go to a gas station, I would get a, a piece of candy. And honestly, like, it, it got to a point where it really didn't do anything for me. As mm -hmm. a small kid, eating candy, like, it, it excited me. But then when it got to a point where I was eating it consistently, it didn't do anything for me. I just ate it because I'm at the gas station. I have $5. Let me go get a, let me go get a candy bar. As a kid, that's one thing I couldn't get with. I mean, we went trick-or-treating, but candy bars, I was not eating candy heavily. Candy bars and Slim Jims. I think those are my main thing. Mm. And maybe sunflower seeds every now and then, but they were too, like, salty. But after a while, like, once I, especially once I got to college and I stopped going to gas stations, I stopped buying sweets completely. And even now, if I go to a gas station, I'm not buying anything in there. Yeah. Um, so to go further with this topic, right now we are both practicing vegetarians. We've been vegetarian for about two and a half years, three yeah. coming up in October. Yeah, since 2017. Yeah, so is food still uncomfortable for me? Yes or no? It's just, it's just that I'm able to pick the food that I'm eating, which I already said. So um, I think one problem that we're having right now is that we, because we cut out meat, we added in something else and we doubled down on that. Um, I think yesterday we said noodles. We eat a lot of noodles now. Like pasta. Yeah, like pasta noodles. So where our starch intake is probably too high. I think I either have high blood pressure from the amount of salt, salt and starch that I eat right now. I definitely don't have high blood pressure. But I, I will say we eat a little bit too much between like... Um, because we... We found like a handful of recipes that work, and then just like we overused them. Yeah. So between spaghetti, lasagna, and maybe like a baked ziti, I feel like we recycled that a lot. Even to be vegetarians, it's funny because we don't eat a lot of vegetables as people like. I guess that's a misconception of vegetarians that you just eat a lot of salad and greens. That we, I probably eat more than when I was a child, but it's not nearly as much as I know I should be eating. Yeah. Even with fruits, I would tear up like a big thing of bananas, but. That's like once every other week. We don't buy that much fruit. Well, I feel like we always have at least either apple or oranges you mm. know, at, at any point in time. But it's just whether or not we reach for them. That's true, yeah. Um. So I agree. I feel like we, we don't, we weren't eating enough. But I feel like now being in this, in this point in time, I feel like that's definitely shifting. Um. In this like virus, with this virus going right. on, it's definitely shifting. I feel like we've eaten more oranges. I know I've eaten more oranges. I feel like in the past, what, two months or mm -hmm. a month and a half than I probably ever have. That's, that's fair eating, though. What you mean? You know how people stress eat? I think we're fair eating. Because we're inside it. To not get sick, we need to boost our immune system. And to boost our immune system, we you need, need vitamin C. And I think we're just fair eating vitamin C, so oranges. But right also, now. I feel like I w I've been wanting to eat more fruits and vegetables, but I couldn't get to the farmer's market. Mm. And realistically, the closest grocery store to us is Walmart, and they do not have fresh vegetables no, or fruit at all. 
So I feel like for us, it was like now we're at a point where we can get fresh fruits and vegetables because we're not we're not tied to a schedule, a work schedule. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was what was stopping me from getting to the farmer's market. I mean, OK, I can, I can agree with that. Um, right now we have what two lettuce growing, two carrots. Yeah, we started a garden. Yeah, we started a garden. So we have celery, strawberry, cilantro. Cilantro. Did you say tomatoes? No, I didn't. We have two tomatoes growing as well. Roma and cherry. Right. Well, Did that, you say carrots? Yeah, I said yeah, two carrots. Okay. Um, so that we're, I'm saying that to say that we are trying to move closer into. The, Eating more vegetables and eating what's best for us. And being more self-sufficient. Right. Or relying more on our local community as opposed to Walmart. I didn't... Well, I'm, this is my first day learning unless you live in a food desert. Uh, do you think that pushed you to like want to start growing your own food more? Just so you know you have that right there when needed? Definitely. Personally, I want to be more self-sufficient in general. I know I saw a tweet. Maybe it wasn't a tweet. Maybe it was on Instagram. But I saw a post where it was like a farmer and the man said the only time he went to the um to the grocery store was to get salt and pepper because mm. he grew everything they needed i'm not saying i don't feel like i i don't know if i ever want to get to that point where i grow everything um i feel like that would be nice though i think that's the point we should strive for yeah that would be nice but i feel like once you grow a certain amount i feel like it's too much Mm-mm, i don't think you can definitely too much. grow too much i mean yeah you can I mean, as long as you're treating the soil right, you could grow as much as you need. I don't think there's ever too much because say say we have access amount, we can then give that amount to somebody yeah. else who needs it yeah. and teach them how to do the same thing. Yeah. And growing up in the food desert, I, that would be a good thing because then we could stop that. Yeah, but I think that's the best part about the part of Atlanta that we live in now. Um, so we didn't mention it, but we, we live in Atlanta now. And we do live near a community garden. And the community gardens are growing in Atlanta, especially in the area that we live in. Um, and I, I really like the fact that they even made it accessible to where they have a farmer's market at Marta Station. And you can get double the amount with your EBT card. Or if you want to think of it another way, half off. Mm. So what someone else would get like $5 worth in groceries, um, someone with an EBT card can get the same amount of groceries for $2.50. So I just feel like the... I feel like the community gardens are getting a lot more popular and i think that people are starting to want to eat better um because it's obvious the the effect of our eating mm-hmm. the effect that it has had on us at generation after generation yeah i agree with that i um i can say that i've seen how um one person eating habit just trickles down the line of a family because how my mother was taught to eat i'm sure that's how that's why she was cooking the way that she cooked when we were younger yeah and so having that farmer's market and uh community gardens in place as you said that can help break that up mm-hmm. it doesn't mean oh you have to stop eating meat and go vegetarian it's just more so incorporate more just, vegetables, oh, yes fruits and vegetables, fruits and, vegetables. Yeah. and it's also good because you know where your food is coming from yeah. at that point you can ask the farmers, like, hey, how do you grow this? If you don't like how they grow it, you can just move on and find the next one. So I think more communities should have bare minimum farmer's markets. You don't need a community garden necessarily, just as long as you have a farmer's market where people within the community can go get fresh grown fruit and vegetables. With that being said, we would like to thank you for tuning in to our very first episode of Chocolate Peach. Um, Again, my name is William. And I'm Sandra. And we are 
chocolate, chocolate peach. peach thank you for tuning in and um be on the lookout for the next episode it only get better from here so see you then see you bye